Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Baseball season is in full swing, and you don't want to miss a thing. It's time for Around the Horn with Kevin Bohannon. Around the Horn is brought to you by Stanley Wood Chevrolet Buick GMC and Scott Wood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. And now it's time for Around the Horn. Well, Kevin, state tournament play, hot and heavy. It started yesterday, and unless Mother Nature interferes, we should be seeing the conclusion uh, to state tournament play and then moving on to Benton next weekend for the actual championship games. That's exactly right, Randy, and hot is a good way to describe it, especially at Majestic Park, Nashville, Harrison, where you have all turf fields that are on concrete. So uh, kudos to the players. You know, we've had some great performances. We had a couple of no-hitters yesterday. Harding's Gavin Alvetti, a five-inning no-hitter. You had a combined no-hitter for Washita. The Warriors won 10 to nothing yesterday. Followed that up with an 11 to one victory over County Line today to punch their ticket to the semifinals. And then we almost had a perfect game today by Caleb Anderson from Shiloh Christian. He went six and a third innings against Lone Oak, the number one team in the state, or wow. number two team in the state coming into this week. And Shiloh Christian shut them out four to nothing. 79 pitches is all it took Anderson to shut down that potent Jackrabbit offense. Very impressive. Um, when you look at, as we've progressed through the first day and a half, or maybe even uh, almost now two days, any surprises in your opinion so far, Kevin? Uh, Shallow Christian, uh, I knew they were playing well coming in, and after spring break is when they really made that run. Uh, they got to finish second in the conference. They came in as a three seed, uh, took care of business yesterday, 15-5, to five, uh, scoring 11 runs in the fifth inning. So I, I knew that they would give Lone Oak a really good game. I did not think – that they would shut Lone Oak out. And that that's what really caught my eye. And, you know, kudos to Caleb Anderson, Josh Salisbury, who's the head coach for the Saints. They have to live up to a lot of expectations up there. They made the finals three straight years, losing to Nashville. Then they made the semifinals last year, losing to Valley View. Well, they get the chance tomorrow to uh, get some payback against the Blazers. Uh, Valley View defeated Arkadelphia 12-5 to today. So that's going to be one heck of a semifinal at noon tomorrow in Nashville. In Class A, Mount Ida is making quite an impressive move so far, uh, being Mount Vernon Enola 12-2, then back that up with a 9-1 victory over Hillcrest. Is this a little bit of a surprise? Uh, I don't remember you talking much about Mount Ida throughout the regular season. Yeah, they were one of those teams that kind of laid in the weeds. They were ranked 6th, 7th. They really can never crack that top five. Of course, they're in the same conference with Washita, the same region with Washita and Taylor. So they weren't able to beat those teams. So they got the right draw right here. They were able to take care of Mount Vernon Nola, uh, who was the second seeded team from region three. And then they beat Hillcrest team, who was ranked number seven coming in. Hillcrest upset Scranton yesterday. Really didn't see that as too much of an upset. They beat them eight to five. But the way they're doing it, they've outscored their teams 21 to three. They've won four straight games, and now they're going to get to play the the winner of the West Side Taylor game 
I did not realize that Strawberry was a large enough community to support a high school program, softball, baseball, whatever it may have been. <laughs> but, uh, well, they've been Crest. doing it for a long time. They've had Strawberry Fields forever. Yeah. yeah. So you knew <laughs> that, didn't you? Okay, yeah. And John and Ringo were the keystone combination at second base. Really? They were the battery. Yeah, shortstop, <laughs> first and second baseman. Okay. Um, but um, I guess the other, as we continue uh, to look briefly at, at uh, class, class A, 1A, is all the ones, Kevin, pretty much that you have had in your SB Super 7 throughout the season, Westside Greer's Ferry, uh, who I think you deemed as the favorite, and then Taylor, Nemo Vista, Izzard County, Washita. Washita's on quite a roll right now. And then County Line, Washita defeats County Line 11 to 1 to move on uh, to those semifinals as well. Yeah, the, the only real upset we saw uh, of our Super 7 was County Line defeating Norfolk. Uh, Norfolk, the Panthers had their first 20 win season. They actually set a school record for 17 wins. Uh, about three weeks ago, and Coach Ethan Davis in his first year got all he could out of his players. They really put their community on the map for the state of Arkansas and did well by their community. So they lost to County Line, but County Line is no slouch. They've made nine straight state tournaments, and when you have to go through a district and a regional just to get to state, that's an accomplishment. You know, the Indians held on for a 9-8 win. They got up 8-4 to four yesterday, but Norfolk came storming back, took them to extra innings, and then a lot of times in Class A, Class 2A, you only got that one, maybe two pitchers. Yeah, Washita, they've done a really good job so far uh, of limiting their pitch count, limiting their innings for their guys. And like I said, they threw a combined no-hitter yesterday. They threw three guys today that were no more than 40 pitches. So they'll be well-rested going into the semifinals tomorrow, which uh, I, I would assume would be against Izzard County. I don't think they'll have a problem with Nemo Vista. And I think we do forget in all these games, all these different classifications, there is a pitch count. So that is something that these coaches constantly have to juggle. So, yes, you're going to need more than just one pitcher if you expect to continue to advance. In Class 2A, Kevin, this is sizing up just as if you would draw it up with this intent or this, imp this purpose, and that is the fact that McCrory, Start off with a 9-2 victory over Lavaca, the Golden Arrows. They get Horatio next. And then if they defeat Bigelow, that would put them in the championship game opposite. On the other end of the bracket, the Woodlawn Bears. Woodlawn, out of Ryzen, has rolled so far. They've got Riverside today. If they win that game, they'll get the winner between Buffalo Island and Melbourne. And if they win that game, then they possibly will get their shot if McCrory advances, uh, the Jaguars advance all the way to that championship game as well. You couldn't draw it up any better if, 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 if you were trying to. That's right, Randy. You know, we've had some really good, some feel-good stories in Class 2A. Acorn making their first uh, state tournament. Uh, out of the Mina area, and then Mountainburg, they're making their first state tournament appearance. Horatio, they really surprised me yesterday with a 10-2 win over Southside B Branch. Uh, the Hornets, of course, were the host school for this event. 
But McCrory, they got back to their winning ways. They dropped the regional final last week to Buffalo Island Central 7-0. They won yesterday 9-2. They're taking on Horatio right now. Mansfield, who had been ranked, uh, dropped a game to Riverside. This was a game we talked about the other day. Riverside upset Carlisle last week, so it wasn't going to be surprising if they jumped up and bit the Tigers, and that's exactly what they did. They get to take on Woodlawn next, but Woodlawn and Cale Edmonds, who threw the state championship game for them last year, he was the winning pitcher, tore his elbow up at the beginning of the season and didn't get to play after the first week. He finally got to get back on the diamond yesterday, had a couple of hits, and was able to come in and close out the game on the mound. They took care of St. Joe's 15-1, to announced their presence with authority. Uh, the only obstacle I see for the Bears right now is Buffalo Island Central. They play M Melbourne today. Melbourne beat Murfreesboro 5-3 to last night. Murfreesboro was the team that upset Woodlawn last week, so you got some transitive property right there, and maybe Melbourne can beat Woodlawn, but I wouldn't bet against the Bears right now, Randy. In class... 3A. I'm not sure it's, there's a great need, and I, that is no disrespect to the other teams that are still battling uh, to win the 3A state title, but boy, is Harding Academy on a level, it seems, by themselves right now. But uh, nevertheless, Harding Academy uh, defeated Central Arkansas Christian 10 to nothing, and uh, that now sets up the matchup between Harding Academy and the winner between Prescott and Paris in the bottom part of that bracket, Ashdown, Elkins, Harmony Grove, Benton Harmony Grove, and Danville. But my goodness gracious, who can stand in the path right now, Kevin, of Harding Academy? That's right, Randy. And that's about as absolute a statement as you can make at this point in the season. They've won their last two games 10 to nothing. As I mentioned earlier, Gavin Elvetti, who is their top catcher and, and has been their pitcher down the stretch uh, that they've relied on because Cade Smith was, had been injured, but Cade Smith's back now, threw a no-hitter against Boonville yesterday. Boonville won their conference, so they're no slouch. Then they took on Central Arkansas Christian today, and Kyler Hoover, who's a sophomore shortstop, threw a two-hitter. They were led, I mean... They're getting it from all angles. So that sets up a semifinal, and they will play Paris. Paris uh, held on to beat Prescott 13-10. to 10. Harding Academy has in their gun right now Cade Smith and Levi Lang, who were their top two pitchers last year. One's committed to the University of Arkansas. The other committed to Little Rock to be a Trojan after he graduates from Harding Academy. So Paris, yesterday, they, uh, they beat Rosebud. They got to freshman Russ Martin. Martin had his worst game of the year in the worst time of the year, but Rosebud got up on him 6-1. to one. That caused Paris to bring in their ace, Duke Walker. So Duke, who they were trying to hold off as long as possible to maybe uh, match up against Harding Academy, will not get to pitch in tomorrow's semifinal game. And then, of course, Paris held on to beat Prescott today 13-10. to 10. So Paris has to deal with Cade Smith and Levi Lang tomorrow. I wish them the best of luck. And then the bottom half of the bracket, you got Ashdown and Elkins, uh, a lot of purple on the field today. Two teams that uh, won convincingly in round one, Ashdown 11-1, to one, Elkins 11 to nothing. And then Haskell Harmony Grove, uh, the upset Cinderella team in Class 3A. They upset Palestine Wheatley yesterday, 3-2. to two. And Danville, how about the Little Johns? They've scored 35 runs their last three games.
That should be a high-scoring affair tonight at 5:30 up in B Brand or up in Harrison. Excuse me. And you talked earlier about the victory by Shallow in Class 4A over Lone Oak, Arkadelphia, who is as hot as almost any team going into state tournament play. But they will have their hands full today with the previous number one rated Blazers of Valley View. And then the bottom part of that bracket, Robinson, who's playing as well. Again, it's almost anybody right now in Class 4A taking on Huntsville, then Pulaski Academy, and Harrison. And we'll get Kevin's thoughts on that in just one moment. we got to step away for a second. Rick Schaefer, along with Kevin Bohannon, as we go around the horn. Baseball season is in full swing, and you don't want to miss a thing. It's time for Around the Horn with Kevin Bohannon. Around the Horn is brought to you by Stanley Wood Chevrolet Buick GMC and Scott Wood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. And now it's time for Around the Horn. And as we go around the horn, Kevin, let's look at Class 4-8. We touched upon it right before the break. You talked about that uh, huge victory by Shallow over Lone Oak, 4 to nothing. That sets up the matchup between Arkadelphia and Valley View. The winner of that will get Shallow Christian. Then at the bottom part of that bracket, Huntsville, Robinson, then Pulaski Academy, Harrison. Those two winners were square off. And uh, let's start with that uh, matchup between Arkadelphia and Valley View. That should be a dandy. Yeah, Valley View, that game was just finalized as we got on the air. Uh, Valley View won 12-5. to Valley View's offense has scored 25 runs in the last eight innings. <laughs> the the bats have come alive. They scored 11, or excuse me, they scored 13 in their last inning against Farmington yesterday to run rule them 15 to three. Slade Caldwell had a grand slam to end that game, and they scored three in the first inning and never really looked back. Arkadelphia, they had won 13 straight, got on a big stage. They made some errors, had some walks. They had every chance in the world to win today with Trip Campbell on the mound, on the mound who had had a phenomenal season, uh, 1.2 around that ERA. Teams were hitting under 150 against him on the year. He had been the, the Badgers' bell cow, but, yeah, the Blazers were too strong. That sets up a rematch of last year's semifinal game, which Valley View won 11-4 against Shiloh. And in the two games tonight, Huntsville and Robinson, that's a rematch of last year's opening round game to where Robinson won 2-1. Uh, Huntsville will most likely go with Amos Mays on the mound. Uh, it should be a really good ball game. Robinson kind of shocked everybody yesterday, defeating Monticello 15 to nothing. Uh, Monticello just didn't have it, have it yesterday. And then Plasky Academy, they're quickly becoming a favorite to get to the finals. They're going to take on Harrison. Harrison outslugged Star City last night 14 to 6. Harrison's bats have really picked up lately. Of course, they got to the finals last week, lost 13 to 10 against Huntsville in that 4A North Regional Final. I expect Kel Busby to get the ball tonight for Pulaski Academy. He was the one who shut down Brooklyn in that 4A East Regional last week uh, where him and Jack Henry Pettit had won the pitcher's duel of the year. So I expect Pulaski Academy and Huntsville to go after it tomorrow. Uh, We'll find out later on this evening. And as we move to 5A, this may be the game of Class 5A so far this season. As you had Van Buren taking on Jonesboro. Jonesboro fell to Van Buren once again by a score of 4-3 to three this time. Now Van Buren will entertain either Sylvan Hills or Batesville, two red-hot teams. 
Man, that is a, that's going to be a monster match up there. Bottom part of the bracket, Sheridan takes on Mountain Home. Mountain Home with an impressive opening round victory, 4-3 to three over Little Rock Christian. And then Marion, Marion quietly uh, making their way into uh, the quarterfinals as they take on the Benton Panthers, who got their ship corrected with a 2-0 victory over Greenbrier. Marion versus Benton. The winners of those games will take on either Sheridan or Mountain Home. Yeah, Van Buren came back. They were down 3-1 to one against Jonesboro going into the last inning. Uh, Jonesboro turned a double play with bases loaded to make it 3-2, to two, and then uh, the Jonesboro pitcher was called for a balk, and the, the tying run came in. They mm. went to extra innings. Uh, Devin Gaddis for Van Buren, the senior, came through big, had a, an RBI double to walk him off. And Gaddis, who was the winning pitcher as well, went all eight innings for the pointers. So Van Buren stays with their championship ways. They'll face Batesville tomorrow. Batesville got out early and never looked back. They scored seven runs in the first two innings. Thomas Morgan, Gage Wood, both had triples in that first inning. Uh, they got up really big on Sylvan Hills, 9-1. to one. Sylvan Hills didn't help themselves, committed five errors. There were 16 combined walks in that game, so... Uh, Bates will have to clean up a few things. Uh, don't know who's going to pitch for them. They've already thrown Wood and Teague. I expect freshman Mark Brissy to get a chance against the Pointers tomorrow. Van Buren looks like they're in good shape, but never count the Pioneers. Bottom half of the bracket, Sheridan's playing really well. Their offense exploded last night. Landon Feimster had a home run, four RBIs. Evan Ward threw really well for them in a complete game. Uh, and then you got Mountain Home, who upset Little Rock Christian. And Marion, they shut out Whitehall 10-0 yesterday and Benton on the back of Jake Jones in his complete game. Uh, they beat Greenbrier in extra innings 2-0. Uh, Marion's going to be really tough to beat. Uh, you could have a Marion-Van Buren matchup here in the finals. As we move into Class 6A, I got to admit, Kevin, I, I still count. How many schools surviving from the Central Division <laughs> and how many survive from the West? Uh, Rogers, Rogers Heritage, Rogers Heritage wins that one 9-8. Got to love that kind of rivalry. Uh, Conway and Southside, the winner of that will take on Rogers Heritage. Bottom part of the bracket. Wow, you would have thought this team would have stayed on the roll, but nope. Bentonville said, nope, not today. Seven to six, Bentonville defeats Little Rock Catholic. Bentonville awaits the winner between Cabot and Springdale Harbor. Yeah, how about Rogers Heritage, Randy? And they, they jumped out early, three to nothing. Rogers came back six to three, and then Rogers Heritage scored six runs in the sixth inning, uh, went up uh, nine to six, and held on for that nine to eight victory. Uh, they're playing some really good baseball right now. Southside. Uh, they got a win yesterday over the Crosstown rival Northside. Uh, they're playing good baseball right now. Conway is up on them right now, three to nothing. Austin Rainey, the starting pitcher for Conway, had an RBI double. They scored a couple more after that. And we talked about it earlier this week, Randy. You do not save your ace. You do not save your <laughs> ace. And Catholic, to, to Coach Jones and, and his staff's credit, uh, Lucas Greer had, had a great year, but Grant Hodge is a really good pitcher. Uh, Hodge started. They got down 5 to nothing. I'm not sure if they brought in Greer or not, but it was too much to overcome. The Tigers held on 7-6. to six. And then the game going on right now, Harbor, they're up on Cabot, 4 uh, to nothing right now. Uh, 
Harbor expected to win this one. Cabot had a great game yesterday. They held on to beat Bentonville West in extra innings, one to nothing. They scored on a pass ball. Austin Riles was the offensive hero for Cabot, the sophomore. But sophomore Aiden Velasquez had a complete game uh, shutout going into that extra innings. He didn't get to finish the game up, but Cabot escaped with a one nothing victory. Got to get the offense going here against Harbor because that pitching staff for the Wildcats is going to be tough to score runs on. All right, I'm going to put you on the spot real quick because I already have my, my answer, but I'll, I'll let, give you, obviously, the opportunity to have your answer. Who would be your pitcher of the year? And this is regardless of classification. <laughs> oh, putting me on the spot. Uh, the most dominant pitcher, I would say, has been Gage Wood for Batesville. Uh, he was up to 95 yesterday, struck out 15. That's two straight years that he has put on a show on the largest stage. He gave up a sixth-inning home run to El Dorado, but 15 strikeouts after he threw a no-hitter against Benton last year. He's got 121 strikeouts in 53 innings, I think it is. There's just nobody that's really put up those type of numbers against the competition that he's pitched against. He's always thrown against the best teams out there every week and that conference is brutal jonesboro green county tech marion yeah he, he had a couple home runs hit off of him but in a big game i'm giving the ball to gage gavin alvetti <laughs> gavin alvetti all he's thrown lately has been either no nos or perfect games that's right yep still a catcher but yeah he, he's okay we'll really go well. one in one a how about that yeah. that way that way we both we cover both bases all right all right, Kevin, let's give him Bohannon, our baseball insider, as we went around the corner.